shining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace. And we're back. Yes, we are. Your palace, your place. We're back after our summer hiatus. I'm your host, Sherry Marcucci, and I'm just so pleased, so pleased to be back to present this 50 minutes of uh, entertainment and interviews and all kinds of topics presented by the Palace Theater right here in wonderful Waterbury, Connecticut. The Palace is such an iconic, wonderful performing arts center that we are blessed to have in Waterbury and although I do work there so I am biased um, I as a citizen of Waterbury am so just just please just know what a what a big deal it is to have this kind of a venue in our backyard and when I say Waterbury I mean greater Waterbury and Connecticut as well the Palace Theater is a gem a historic landmark it is on the register of historic places if you haven't been and you're listening to our program for the first time welcome and um, check us out online palacetheaterct.org to see some magnificent Magnificent pictures of our our venue. It is mind blowing. It's breathtaking, and people who come for the first time are always blown away. Um, they don't expect it, and it's kind of um, nice to surprise people in a delightful way. This is our fifteenth. 15th anniversary season. Johnny, can you believe that? The Palace opened, reopened in 2004 after a massive restoration. As many of you know the story, it's a venue that was built in 1922. It is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. I have oh, so... That is a, such a beautiful building, I just have to say. Thank I, it, you. It's gorgeous walking in, and it, it's just incredible that we have that right in downtown Waterbury. It, it, it truly is. And so <laughs> many people say to me, oh, my God, it's it's so much better than theaters in New York. And, well, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> it also underwent a, a great cosmetic uplift, if you will, um, to allow it to uh, reopen in 2004. And, and, you know, if you haven't been, do yourself a favor. And you know what? We are so easy to get to from Route 8 or 84. We've got great parking downtown. It's safe. Well lit. We have friendly faces helping you with everything from police helping you cross in the crosswalks to um, some of our uh, friendly uh, ambassadors and um, our volunteers just welcoming you, assisting you. If you have any issues with mobility, pull up right in front. Our volunteer staff, our front of house staff led by the wonderful Meg Luddy will help you in and will assist you if you need a wheelchair we can whatever it is well, we plus you got the restaurants hooked up so that they know that you're going to have a show absolutely right? our restaurant partners uh, la tavola and diorio nino san marino um vasi and spartans so you can make a date you make it a, a <laughs> dinner and a show night out absolutely or afternoon for that matter um it it's it's really a wonderful synergy that exists. And boy, do we have a season lined up. Our CEO, Frank Tavera, has been, has just... (laughs) 
He has really, really surpassed um, expectations, and he's done a phenomenal job. We kick off. We kick off in two weeks, actually, with a kickoff event on uh, September 16th. It's a Monday night, and we're inviting all of our longtime, our 15-year donors and sponsors and subscribers in to say thank you to them for being so supportive for 15 years. And um, Time we goes have a, by so fast. I, it did. <laughs> it's it hard did. to believe. I know, me either, Johnny. Me either. Uh, we always say that in the office like you know time <laughs> speeds up working there or something because we, we can't believe 15 years have gone by but um and at this event our kickoff event we have two wonderful treats for the people that have been invited and as i said these are people who have supported the theater for 15 years and um we have a performer from a bronx tale which um, this performer is of particular interest to our Connecticut family uh, because just newly cast in a Bronx Tale for this. This is a brand new tour that's starting, and it's starting at the Palace Theater in Waterbury and cast in the role of uh, Lorenzo is uh, Connecticut's own Nick Fradiani, who was, if you don't know, was the uh, 2015 American Idol winner. And he's from Connecticut, and he's just been cast in this show. This is his first Broadway outing. This is the national tour, by the way, of A Bronx Tale, the musical, coming to the Palace October 22nd through the 24th. And uh, we were so excited when we heard about this casting because, you know, of course, it's one of our own from Connecticut, He's got some notoriety already as an American Idol winner. And then to be cast in this show, and he, I know the backstory a little bit, this show means a great deal to him because Nick and his dad, who is also a musician and a songwriter, uh, Nick's, Nick and his dad would watch repeatedly A Bronx Tale, the movie. And it really meant... It meant a lot to them. Um, he's close to his dad. And in the story, if you know the storyline, the character of um, the dad, which Nick will be playing, um, is kind of the moral compass of the show in trying to teach his son right from wrong. But his son uh, gets bedazzled. Uh, his son, Calagero, gets bedazzled by this mobster kind of guy um, and this is set in the 50s late 50s early 60s in the Bronx and so um, as as Calagero grows up and matures he's he's kind of leaning to the wrong side the dark side but uh, I don't want to give the whole story away yeah, don't but give it uh, away yeah no but, uh, but, uh, but in in uh, <laughs> Nick in his dad watching this movie and and as they are close this show has meaning for him uh, so um, you know he's very excited he's very excited to have been cast and uh, we just can't wait so he's doing a little preview at this kickoff event on nice. September 16th where we're kicking off our season for our um, our loyalists, if you will. And so he'll be singing a song from the show as well as one of his own compositions. And also one of the performers, one of the... Um 
actors in Les Mis will be singing Bring Him Home. And those of you who know this beloved show, you, that is such a moving song. And uh, so anyway, so it's an, that's exciting. And then, oh my goodness, then we, then we go right into, we have our first, first presentation in our second year of our second act series. Um, that's on the 17th, that same week, with Pat Addis, who's going to join us by phone a little later in the program this morning. And then, oh my goodness, well, look at this. It's Pat Addis calling, but look we can't that. talk to you no, right now, no. Pat. You know, so, I'll, um, I'll, why don't I call her? Get her on the line I here. thought I turned my phone down. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that, what a t- what timing. Maybe That's, we can get her on a little early here. Um, we, she's really, really, but she I can't you. talk here, here, to her. Why don't we go to a break? Johnny, maybe you should go to a break. Yep. Call Pat. And okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we this go. is an interesting morning so <laughs> far. Go. All right. We're going to be right back with your palace, your place, after this break. Entertaining new possibilities. And we're back with your palace, your place. I'm Sherry Marcucci right here on 1320 WATR AM in Waterbury, Connecticut. And your palace, your place is presented by the Palace Theater. And I was extolling virtues of the theater and talking about our upcoming uh, second act uh, presentation on the 17th when my cell phone started to ring. And it was our guest who actually um, was going to be our guest a little later this morning, but and she called in now, and our first guest hasn't gotten here yet. <laughs> so this is live radio, folks, and we have to adapt. So I'm excited to welcome um, this morning, um, and make sure I can hear her, um, Pat hear Addis, who is our first presenter uh, for our second act series on September 17th. Good morning, Pat. Good morning, Sherry. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. Yes. I can hear you. Um, <laughs> so, Pat, Pat, I'm so happy you called in because our first guest um, is MIA. Okay. And uh, so you saved the day. Well, good, because I thought you were calling me earlier, and my phone has been rather tricky or empty, and I... I never heard from you, so I got nervous. That oh, <laughs> well, that, you know what? It's divine providence. Absolutely, Pat. I and I so believe in that. And for those who are listening for the first time, just to give um, a little background, our second act series was a new series we put together last year um, for people to come and hear some stories by other people who, after the age of 50 or so, were doing some extraordinary things in the second acts of their life. And so um, it was a very well-received series. Uh, people enjoyed it. We bring brought in different presenters who were doing some really fascinating things, inspiring things. As one of our um, series subscribers said, you take away a nugget Every time you come to this, a diff- uh, each presentation had something I could take away and, um, and learn from or be inspired by. And uh, that was so fulfilling to me because I'm, I really um, felt so connected to this series and, and put a lot of effort into making it 
um, something that had value for people who attended. And and so it's a very, it's um, although some people would say it's a speaker series, I like to call it a story sell, a storytelling series. And it we, we put a little light meal with it. There's question and answer time with the presenters. It's a delightful evening or afternoon out. And it's so affordably priced at $25 uh, a presentation. That includes the meal. Includes the meal, folks. And we've had some great meals uh, from some of our restaurant partners. So um, it's it's truly affordable. And um, I love the interaction that happens among the attendees. I love when some of our regulars last year would welcome new people they knew hadn't been before. So there's, there's many aspects of this program that are just dear to my heart. And Pat Addis, you... And I connected because Pat Addis, her story is fascinating. I'm not going to give the whole story away during her interview this morning with us. (laughs) What? I just was laughing. (laughs) No, I'm not going to give your story away. But Pat Addis is a Broadway producer in the second act of her life. And I want to talk to her about a little bit about that. But during her presentation at the Palace Theater in our in our lovely intimate Poli Club on September 17th, she's going to give her full story. And her, her uh, story is how a necessity is the mother of reinvention. And she's going to talk about how she went from being uh, uh, a single mom, then a business person to help keep her family together and how she parlayed that um, experience into her second act. So Pat, let's let's talk a little bit about when we say you're a Broadway producer, um, a lot of people, you know, you hear the term producer and you really don't, I don't think the lay person understands what that means. So tell our listening audience a little bit about what that is. Well, a lot of producers just put money in shows. And I am a, <clears throat> a hands-on producer. I like to do it all. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm usually an ex- executive producer or a lead producer. And that means you help in the casting of the show. you helping all the people that you have to hire. And there are a lot of people. It takes an army to put on a show. And um, you have to have a good army. Otherwise, you haven't got a chance because it's very dicey on Broadway. And that's the important part, is that you are a team player. And if you want me to go further, the director, when you get the show up and it's being directed, the director has to be queen or king, because that's the most important person to shoot. He has, or she has to steer the ship. And if a producer comes in and starts telling a cast, what to do and how to do it. Then the cast, they want to please the producer, or they want to please the director, sure. and then the director loses power. Yeah. So being a hands-on producer has many facets. The worst and most horrible facet is having to raise the money. Mm-hmm. So, so raising, so, so the key role of being a producer is that you are investing in a production or finding other people to invest in a production. Correct. I always invest in everything I do because, you know, the line, put your money where your mouth is. And if I believe in something, I put my money there. And 
Um, I'm, I'm not your normal producer, but I love producing. I'm right now, um, before the 17th, on the 16th, I'm co-producing Broadway Blessing at St. Malachy's Church, which is an annual event mm-hmm. which um, blesses the new season of Broadway. And we have many stars coming, including Tita Rivera, who's going to do a tribute to Hal Prince. Oh, it's going to be a very exciting night. And, and St. Malachy's Church, that's the actor's church, correct? That's correct. Yes, yes it is. Yeah, so yeah. that has a, a lovely tradition attached to it um, for those who work in theater in the city. Um, I, and, and so to do something like that there is, that's, mm, that, that's going to be a very moving evening, I'm sure, Pat. And then I just got back from Washington where I co-produced... Um, a show at the Kennedy Center, which um, needs work, but is going to be wonderful. It's a one-person show on Nisimova, who none of you have heard of, probably. But she was the highest-paid actress in the Roaring Twenties. Oh. And, and she was the first actress to come out publicly as LGBT. And um, it's a very fascinating story. I'm also involved in several other projects and you know it's all very exciting the other thing that i'm doing is going down to florida to see desperate measures which was my hit show last year and won uh, several drama desk awards and outer critic circle award and oba award Wow, you have done some very interesting um, shows. You, I know, uh, have produced shows that would be familiar to the listening audience. Uh, A Christmas Story being one of them. Oh, yeah. A Christmas Story and... um, What's the, uh, there's the one with all the names and I can never get that one. I know, Vanya, Sonia, Masha, and Spike. Yes. It was like Chris Durang. Yes. it It won the Tony Award. Ah. And deservedly so. <laughs> so, Pat, I, w- without revealing too, too much about your backstory, how, you know, how did you, you know, dip your toe into this world of, of producing uh, for the Broadway um, theater? Um, according to people who work for me, although <laughs> I don't remember it, they said that I always said I wanted to be a Broadway producer. And um, I ran a very hard company. I was in the promotion business. I was one of the few women in the business at the time. Now it's completely dominated by women, but um, I was a forerunner or something and I worked very, very hard and I had wonderful clients, but it was very demanding. And it does, I guess it kind of prepared me for being a producer. I don't know, but um, I took a course called Commercial Theater Institute, CTI, and then um, you get out of the course, and you think you know everything, and you know absolutely nothing. But you plunge forward, and I will say, it's very addictive. So, anybody listening, before you get involved in the theater world, it's addictive. Just know. <laughs> but it's wonderful. Well, you know, I know that one of our uh, former board members at the Palace uh, Theater um, actually invested in a show that we have coming to the theater this season, uh, An American in Paris. And uh, he, he's a theater buff, loves theater, loves the entertainment world. And um, 
you know, so that's kind of exciting. So he's very excited that the show is coming to our venue this year as well. That's it's actually coming in April. Uh, but it's a beautiful show. Oh yes, I've seen it. It is a, a gorgeous show, and if you are at all a dance aficionado, in particular, the 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 ballet numbers are just breathtaking, and truly, it's a it's a great great show. Um, but getting back to to your world, Pat, and you know, I, I know our listening audience can't see you, although I did post something on our Facebook um, page this morning with a picture of you. But Pat, you're a tiny woman, and yet you have a a, a power, and you have to. I mean, it's interesting to me because I think more and more we're seeing women in all aspects of business life at the at the um, decision making levels. Um, and the the theater world, and I only know this a little bit. I, I I'm certainly not in your world, Pat, but I do interface with each show that um, comes to our venue. We we have a marketing um, representative for the show that I interface with, and often there's they'll say to me, "Well, we've got to run that by the producer if I'm looking for you know I don't know direction or can we offer a particular." discount or whatever it may be um can we do a certain promotion and we have to run it by the producers and and here you are you're that person and and i i never interface directly with the producers but so for me i'm fascinated to hear your story and hear you know um what it is how that how that um relationship uh, and then, then works between your, the producers, the um, agency that reps the show, and then the venues. Um, so I, I'm hoping you'll share some of that. I'll share everything I possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you can't give away all your trade secrets. Are you gonna, are you gonna run the performance for two days? <laughs> 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 no, but um, I we would love to. We would love to because Pat, I think you have a, a, an awful lot of um, knowledge and wisdom to share. And by the way, Pat is also a member of the um, Connecticut. Uh, I'm going to get this wrong. The no, I'm a member of the League of Professional Theater Women, and yes. there is a Connecticut branch yes. of the League of Professional Theater Women that is so fabulous. I, they're going to kill me, I know, in New York. But it's better than the New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had Lauren Yager on as a guest of this program, and she has actually been one of the found. She is one of the founding members. As as are, are you as well, Pat? Um, no, I'm not a founding member because oh. the, the Connecticut is a branch. Right. I have been on the board of the League of Professional Theater Women for many, many years. This is my first year off, and... Um, I just had lunch with the woman who is the new co-president, who's a friend of mine, and I will do things for them, but I want to do other things. I'm, I'm actually not in my second act. I'm in my fourth act. <laughs> and so uh, it's important that I have the time to do what I need to do for me. You have so much my energy. Time is is on the decline, and as long as my brain is working, I've got to stay with it. 
Oh my God, I love that. You know what? Because I think that's the essence of second act too. We we are living longer as 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 human beings today because of all the wonderful medical technologies and advances, and we want to live those lives longer and be vital and be able to contribute. And uh, that is one of the key messages for the second act series is find that thing or many things, as you're saying, maybe it's your second, third, fourth act. Find those things that give you a reason to get up, that you're passionate about, that you are excited about, that you want to share with other people. Because in the first act of our life, and one of our presenters last year said this so well, we're, we're busy attaining, attaining and doing those things to, you know, whether it's to support a family, whether it's, you know, whatever the expectations have been that have been put upon us. But it's in that second act where you you have that there's a new freedom would you would you agree with that pat oh definitely more more than what you even said but i'll save it for the 17th (laughs) (laughs) well pat i i am so delighted to have met you and you responded you actually when we were looking for people for the series this year you responded to a post that was on broadway world uh, um because I had sent out a press release that we were looking for our our speakers for the coming year, our presenters, and you reached right out to me and said, "I want to be a part of this." And then, in 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 talking a little bit to one another um, over the past few months, it turns out we're doing very similar things, um, and you we're both connectors. We found out we connect people and ideas, and that's a fun thing. Oh, it is. I was with um, a group of women last night. One of my friends wrote a book, and it's an adorable book for women. And um, just all of the things that we're speaking about, but it's very funny. And um, there was a group there, and it's very important to connect other people. There's just such a good feeling when people connect and do something together. Yes. Not everybody likes to do that, but I love doing it. And I do a thing called the Yaya Luncheon with my friend Magda Katz. And that is taking 11 extraordinary women, and we sit at a round table, and um, we connect. And it's great. And a lot of those people have become really good friends with one another or have worked with one another. And Magda and I just love that we just get such a charge out of that and it's wonderful and you'd be surprised how that circle grows and grows and grows and it puts a smile on my face for sure oh and and i'm smiling just listening to you talk about it pet and i i can't wait to actually um have the opportunity to meet you uh, in person we um i missed an opportunity a few months back um to do so when you were speaking in connecticut as on a panel but i am really looking forward to meeting you and i hope that you that are listening are um interested in hearing what pat has to say because she's she's a lady with some grit and has um, you know, overcome some challenges in her life to to be doing the things she's doing now. And you can hear all about what she's doing during her second act presentation on September 17th at the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut. And the tickets are so affordably priced 
They're $25, or if you're an AARP or an OLLI member, that's the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute in Connecticut um, at UConn Waterbury, um, it's $20, and it includes a meal. It includes dinner. It's we we start at six o'clock. We're done by eight thirty. Um, it's a great evening out, a way to connect with some people you might not meet in your normal course of life, and it might just inspire you to think about your own second act. If you're interested, go to palacetheaterct.org second act um, to purchase tickets or find out more, or call our box office, which opens in about twenty minutes at two o three. Three four six two thousand. Pat, thank you for being a guest this morning on your palace, your place, and oh, thank you. You're I'm welcome, just, and I'm we look forward, forward to, to September seventeenth. Absolutely, and now I I'm going to sell out. I, I do too, and actually tickets are selling well. So if you're listening, because there is a limited capacity in the Polite Club, so if you're listening and interested, I would, I would encourage you to get those tickets quickly. And we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be, we're going to come back with a gentleman familiar to many in the uh, community theater world in Connecticut uh, after these messages. So stay tuned. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. And we're back with your palace, your place. I'm your host, Sherry Marcucci. We are having all kinds of um, fun things going on this morning. You can't see them. And of course, you're not meant to see them or know about them. But I'm just telling you, it's been a wild morning so far. Um, And so uh, I promised you that um, after the break, we were going to be talking to uh, a gentleman who is a well-known director in, in Connecticut theater. And online with us, we have this morning... Foster Reese. Good morning, Foster. Morning. How are you doing today, Sherry? I'm great. I'm great. And I'm so glad you were able to be with us. And um, I, I do appreciate um, your, uh, your taking some time out to talk to us. And now Foster is directing uh, a show, the first, well, the first show of the fall, I guess, at um, Landmark Community Theater, which is a show dear to many who have seen it, who know it, um, and that is In the Heights. And that is such an exciting um, property to be able to present to our local um, audiences, um, Foster. And you must be thrilled. Is this your first time directing that show? Yes, it is. And uh, as you said, yeah, we're thrilled to be able to to present this particular uh, show, mainly because it's not a lot of times in community theaters that you actually are able to focus on a particular culture. And in this in this case, uh, this is all centered around the Latino Spanish culture in, in um, Washington Heights, New York. So 
um, it really brought out um, a different group of people who are very, very talented and, and, and really enthusiastic to, to present this show in, in, in this um, particular life. Absolutely, so we're, we're I'm sure. And, and not, to, not, not of little interest, of course, is the fact that it's a show by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, yes. So, <laughs> I mean, and, and there's a, a, a Connecticut connection, as I know you know, um, and some listeners will know. But um, this show was actually uh, had its, uh, it was in gestation, let's say it that way, while Lin-Manuel was a student at Wesleyan University um, and uh, came to fruition. And then I actually, I actually was in a little um, talkback session with him a few years back when the show was first on Broadway. And, okay. of course, he wasn't the sensation yet that he became. You know, right. he, there was this little show in the Heights, and it was doing very well. And, you know, and uh, this this guy is part of the cast, and the creator, of course, is doing this talk back. And, you know, sometimes you have to pinch yourself and go, why wasn't I really paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, yeah, the interesting thing about the, the show is, you know, as you said, it was a 10-minute little one-act thing. He wrote it Wesleyan when he was, um, I think he was uh, from, from freshman to sophomore year. Yep. And um, actually, it was actually written around a character that's not inside the show anymore named Luther. And um, when the producers came and saw it, this particular storyline was also in Avenue Q. So, but they really liked Lin-Manuel's character as Usnavi and said, we think the show is better if we develop it more around your character as opposed to character you wrote it about. So they actually sent him to Avenue Q and he said, you know, Avenue Q, not only is it funnier, they wrote it better. So he went back and rewrote the show to... Um, to actually be centered more around his character, and then they took a lot of things with this other character and put them onto the character Nina, and then off it went from there. Yeah. Wow, that's an interesting. Yeah. I never knew that. I, I thank yeah. you for sharing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this show is coming up. I want to give the dates. It's September twenty first through October eleventh. Is that right? Uh, uh, actually, October October sixth. Uh, Yes. yes, October sixth. Okay. Yeah, on we also, we start on Saturday, uh, September twenty first, Saturday and Sunday of that weekend, and then the following Friday, Saturday, Sundays of the following two weekends. And I yeah. I have a couple of friends that are in the show, um, Joey and Schenkes, who oh okay, and and Doreen Lopez, and um, yeah. and they're both so excited to be in this show, and um, yeah, and you, I, I'm sure you have some stellar talent. Yes, we do. We um, our Usnavi is uh, Justin Torres, who um, has actually um, oh yes won a couple of Halo awards through Seven Angels. He's also going to be in. Uh, I think he's going to be in uh, uh, Tom Shoot's uh, Showstoppers. Yes, he is. Um, yes, he is. And isn't he <laughs> and a graduate of the Waterbury Arts Magnet School? No, actually, he went to Torrington High School. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. He went to Torrington. He went to Torrington High School, and um, but yeah, he's super talented. Just um, was in Seven Angels production of uh, Wizard of Oz, and he's been doing some really stellar work. And uh, he was also in Tommy and Seven Angels. So oh, I saw been, that. That was great. Yeah. That yes, was great. yeah. So yeah. he's 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 excellent. And then um, 
Our sonny is Robert Melendez, who is also, I also think is going to be in Showstoppers. And um, he was just in The Wizard of Oz, so he's a, he's a Waterbury graduate himself okay. and uh, very talented. And then our Nina is Destiny Witten from New Britain. So the great thing about it is we're being able to pull in a lot of different talent from a lot of different areas and things like that. So, yeah, we've been very fortunate that way. That's wonderful. And, of course, you know, um, you, you broaden your base, your audience base. Um, by doing that, and um, and this is the kind of show that um, would would bring in a lot of new faces and give people a chance to really um, develop their talent. And your work, I know I've heard actors, I have not had the pleasure of being under your direction, but I have worked with those actors who have, and, and you know, they just rave about you. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think one thing I, I try and impress upon everybody is is this is a shared responsibility and a, and a shared experience. And so I always tell them, this is our show. This is not my show that you just happen to be acting in. This is actually our show. And at some time... You're gonna, you're gonna have to take responsibility for it and what happens going, going forward. And then once we all understand that it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, almost like a camaraderie of, of, of feeling and talent and things like that. I think it takes it to another level. Yeah, and, absolutely. And people just, you know, my biggest thing, and as I tell people, my biggest thing I love seeing is how many friends people make on Facebook as my as my show is going on because they just have this one this big common bond of friendship and I think that actually um, uh, exudes itself out to the audience as the show is going on you know that's that's one of the lovely things about theater when you're when you work in theater and work on a show that that bond that gets created among people and you know there are some shows that doesn't happen you know and i would say though the, the majority of shows i've been ever been involved with that does happen because you're right you're you're become um you know as one if you will and a team and for the for the uh, the whole to work each member of that team has to has to feel a part and that they're valued. And I think in theater you see a lot of that yes. between yes, people, so, which is lovely. And it, yeah, and it really works in this particular show. Because this show is about family. Even yes. though it's about, uh, you know, a, um, a, a Spanish families or Spanish friends in, in, uh, in Washington Heights, the core basis to it is about family. And, and I even though... Most people will know uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda's work as Hamilton being the the bigger work. To me, to be totally upfront, and I and I love Hamilton, but this work just kind of really hits home, yes. and that's the reason why. You know, hopefully, you know the the audiences that come see it will do a lot of word of mouth and tell other people about it because there's some something identifiable to pretty much everyone who comes to see it, whether, and you always find that one character that kind of opens up the door to you. So I'm really excited about this particular piece. It transcends culture because, as you said, family is universal. We all want to belong or feel a part of something. And we call it family and how, what that looks like might be different, but it's being a part of something where you're nurtured and supported and cared about. And, And that's a universal um, you know, message that's that's we all long for that. Yeah. So, yeah. so how can yeah. we get tickets? 
Well, um, there's a couple of ways. One, you can go out to the landmarkcommunitytheater.org uh, website, um, okay. or you can call the box office, and the box office number is 860-283-6250. Foster, I, I just, I, I can't, I want to see the show, and uh, and I will see <laughs> <Why>? the show. <laughs> oh, good. Because, yeah, yeah. like I said, this is going to be great, and we're really, really excited to present it. And and thank you so much for um, being with us again this morning. And uh, we will um, we will be encouraging people to attend the show and uh, be a part of something very special. So thank well, you again for your time. Okay. And um, our, I want to get back to a little quick story about in the Heights that happened uh, when the Palace Theater presented in the Heights, it okay. was the year of Superstorm Sandy. Oh, yeah, and unfortunately, the week pre- leading up to our production, mm-hmm. um, there was no power in most of Connecticut. And I remember all my TV spots. I had to, I had to pull my contracts because what was the point? What was the point of spending money that people couldn't get the message about the show? It was so disappointing. And, um, you know, what a lovely show. And so many people missed it because, I mean, the show still went on because we at the Palace didn't lose our power. But unfortunately, a lot of people in Connecticut were in. Yeah, so so, um, anyway, so looking forward to it. And again, thank you. And we will see you really soon, Foster. Okay, thank you very much for having me on morning. You're welcome. And now, um, listeners, we have a few more things I wanted to share with you about um, what's coming up at the Palace this season. Um, I've already talked about a few of them, but one of the iconic members, uh, uh, contributors to the music scene back in the 60s and 70s, uh, two two people actually are coming to the palace. One is Brian Wilson, and he is. I mean, if you're a musician, he's a musician's musician. Jenny is just shaking. He's a genius, and he's going to be with Al Jardine uh, as well, who uh, two of the co-founders of the the Beach Boys back in the '60s, and that iconic sound, and went on to produce other works on his own, Pet Sounds and uh, Good Vibrations and. He's just just a master um, musician. Also, the zombies, the zombies. So if you're a person from the 60s and 70s, you know the zombies. They are part of this show on September 27th. So get your tickets to that today. Don't miss that show. Also coming up, I, I mentioned earlier, is... Um, a, a Bronx Tale. As a way to promote the Bronx Tale, which is coming October 22nd through the 24th, the week before, on uh, October... Uh, October what? Oh, 15th. Tuesday, October 15th. We're doing something fun. We're, we're doing something called That's Amore, the Great Pizza Pie Challenge. And we are having an event where we're inviting some of the iconic pizza makers in Greater Waterbury um, to participate by offering samples of their their um, fine pizza. And we're inviting the public to come in and purchase tickets for a mere $25. You get to sample some great pizzas. You get a wine tasting. We get some great desserts by uh, Sweet Maria's uh, eatery, or bakery rather, and um, have a fun night out for $25. You 
can't go wrong. And it's all to kind of get us in the mood for uh, A Bronx Tale, which is all about uh, the Italian culture. We were just talking about the Latina culture. Now it's about the Italian family in the Bronx. And um, so if you're interested in that, if you're a if you're a restaurant or a pizza um, maker and you want to be involved, please give me um, a call at 203-346-2008. Uh, and I can tell you all about that and what you need to do um, if you're a pizza purveyor. So far on board are Dominic and Pia, of course, La Tavola um, with their pizza truck, um, Nino's, uh, Spartans, of course, and then a new one, City Espresso, City Pizza and Espresso, which will be opening on Grand Street in Waterbury. So there are some, uh, some of the people that are just on board, and we have room for more. So if you're a pizza restaurant, um, give me a call. Also, if you want tickets to the event, and who doesn't want to come and sample pizzas, all different pizzas, 203-346-2000, call the Palace Theater, and those tickets are on sale now. Um, so, uh, you know, bring a, bring a group of people. It's a great night out. It's a Tuesday night. It's um, 5.30 to 7.30, so it's an early night. You don't have to stay out too late, but have some fun. And I know Mr. Tom Shute has got his show coming up over at Seven Angels, Showstoppers, um, and that's going to be great fun hearing some of the wonderful talented people uh, locally that will be performing. And um, Johnny's giving me the high sign that I have a mere two minutes left. So what else can I uh, share with you that I haven't already? Oh, I know. I know. Um, of course, we have two wonderful shows. The show, The Play That Goes Wrong, coming up in November, and Les Mis. So, um, and, and then we have Almost Queen on October 11th, which is selling like hotcakes, I have to tell you. So, and of course, you know, with the um, the movie Bohemian Rhapsody last year, it kind of brought about that resurgence of, of, of you know, Queen and new new people new to the music, young people, and um, so that that's that show is going to be great. And I can't believe all the wonderful music that that group produced, Johnny. I mean that they were something. Anyway, I think well, we're at the end of our uh, show this morning. I thank you so much for listening to Your Palace, Your Place, brought to you by the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut. I've been privileged to be your host, Sherry Marcucci, on 1320 WATR. I would invite you to stay tuned for your local news coming up right after this, and then Steve Knoxon with Talk of the Town. Thank you again for listening, and we'll be with you in two weeks on a Friday. See you then. Bye-bye. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace Theater, your palace, your place.